Hey, 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 it's Jessica here, and I am obsessed with all things salon business and helping you navigate through the ups, the downs, and the absolute whirlwind that is this beauty industry. So if you're ready to level up in your business and have a laugh or two with me in between, then let's go ahead and get into this episode. Hello, hello. It's Jessica here, your host of the Salon Life podcast, and we are going to have, I think, kind of a fun little episode today. So we are going to be going through the six things that you should stop doing in 2023 in your business. Uh, what I'm actually going to do is talk about three things today, and then we're going to do a part two. I'm going to have another three things because these first three things I feel like are, okay, cool, we can do that you guys. And then the last three things might be a little controversial. So we're going to go ahead and save those for another episode because I don't want to make this one super long and crazy. I also want this to be a little bit more digestible for you. So we're going to have the easy things and then the hard things. And I'm sorry that you're hearing my dog squeaking his squeaker toy in the background. (laughs) Mom, dog mom life. Am I right? Okay. So we're going to get, go ahead and get into part one. Alrighty, the first thing, number one, that you need to stop doing in 2023 if you want to level up in your business is to stop working through your lunch. Guys, I cannot stress this enough. You need to stop. You need to nourish your body and your mind, and you need to take the time to decompress. Even if it's just going to be like a half hour break, you need it. Our jobs behind the chair, um, which a lot of people just don't understand, but our jobs are so physically and mentally demanding. I mean, when we're at work, we're, you know, giving a therapy session most of the time to our clients. We're on our feet all day. And even if you try to sit while you're doing services, by the time you're done, at the end of the day, you are going to be exhausted. So taking that time in the middle of the day just to kind of refresh and decompress a little bit is really going to help your mental capacity that you have the rest of the day. And it's going to allow you to better serve your customers, which is, you know, the main goal. We want to have great customer service and we want to make money, right? That's our business. So something that I like to do is I will go sit in my car and just put, you know, put some music on, hang out, listen to it, eat my lunch. Or another thing I like to do is actually in the summertime when the weather is so nice, I'll go sit outside, bask in the sunshine, get in a little vitamin D and have my lunch. That always helps me to just be able to perform and give my customers everything I have because at the end of the day, they are paying me for a good service, right? So something you also need to stop doing that kind of goes with this theme is taking your lunch while your client is processing. I know so many styles that do this and To be honest and be frank, I think it's rude. I think it is so rude. I prefer to actually sit and chat with my clients or I'll do some cleaning, clean up my workspace, things like that with our processing. Um, I actually did a survey with my clients and I asked um, a pretty good handful of them what they thought about it. And these clients that I asked are some of my very first clients I ever had when I started doing hair. So I've had them for quite a long time now. They all told me that they agreed and thought it was rude for a stylist to just disappear into a break room while they're processing. A lot of people I have found, especially my blonde girls, they will tell me like, oh, okay, don't go too far because they're always, always afraid of over-processing. 
I don't know. I mean, obviously that started probably a little bit of a trauma thing where maybe they went to a stylist that did burn their hair or overprocess them or like shove them under a dryer in a corner somewhere. But I don't want to feed into that. I think it's rude. And um, even if I have a client, which I get this, sometimes you have clients that don't want to just sit and chit chat with you. I actually do have some clients that prefer what we call a quiet appointment. And that is totally okay. I don't mind. But instead of disappearing out of you know, their site into a break room. I like to kind of just be available for them in case they need something. If they need a water, if they need to know where the restroom is, if they just have a question for me, I want to be right there and ready to answer those questions for them. That all comes down to good customer service. So that's the first thing. Stop working through your lunch and take a lunch, girlfriend. All right. Now we're going to get into number two. Stop comparing yourself. I know this is really hard and this, I feel like it sounds, you know, cliche and easier said than done type of thing, but I know that social media plays a really big part in this. What we see is so many accomplishments and, you know, all these people that we know or people that we look up to just posting on Instagram and, you know, showing how they have all these great things and they're doing all these awesome things. Well, first of all, They're only posting the highlights of their life, you guys. They're not coming on and posting like, I had a really bad day today and, you know, such and such happened. Um, what, What happens is it makes us feel like we are just never doing enough or like maybe we're just somehow behind in life. And I want to say right now, stop it. Just because your path might not look like someone else's that, you know, online or even your friend down the street, that doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. That doesn't mean you're not doing something right in life or you're not adulting right, because I do hear that sometimes. Um, I've definitely had to learn this the hard way myself. I, man, I used to compare myself so hard to a lot of the mom influencers out there on the gram. And I'll tell you why. I grew up like a very country household, old school. Um, I lived with my father, my brother, and my grandparents for most of my childhood. And my grandpa was a Marine. My grandma actually was a hairdresser for a while. And then she sort of became that stay-at-home mom. So with my brother and I in the house, she taught us every day, you know, she would get up and she would make breakfast and she pretty much did, this is the best description I can think of, the I Love Lucy. (laughs) If you've ever seen the show I Love Lucy, um, if you haven't, you should probably watch it because it's hilarious, but it's a super old show. I love it. I grew up with it. She was a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home wife, and she would, you know, make the breakfast, make the lunch, make the dinner, keep the house clean, do the laundry, all the things. Now, I know that that isn't like, you know, in today's society, uh, that's kind of not how it is anymore, but that's kind of how I was raised. So I always felt like looking on social media at all these mom influencers that I was like way behind in my life. Like I, I hadn't had the career I wanted yet. I hadn't built myself. Um to anything like that, to that extent of the mommy influencers I was seeing. Some of those mom influencers, you know, at the age of 25 already had a couple kids. They had the new house. They were married. They had a full pantry of food, (laughs) you know, things like that. But I, that's not where I was. When I was 25, I was still working a regular nine to five job in customer service, um, at, at a resort here in my hometown. And so I just kind of felt like I was falling behind a lot in life, if you want to say it that way. But what I had to do was I had to realize that this was my path that I was on. Now, fast forward, I worked really hard in customer service for about 10 years. I quit my job. I went to hair school 
and I now own two businesses. I'm a doggy mom. I'm married, and you know what? This is my path. This is the path that is good for me. And I just definitely was comparing myself a lot. When I was comparing myself, I would have an accomplishment. I'd be so excited to post it, and then I would just feel really unfulfilled. That's because I was comparing myself to everybody else out on the interwebs. That is something that we all need to try really hard to stop doing because, like I said, just because your path might look different doesn't mean you're on a bad path. It just means you're on your own path. Always comparing myself definitely led me to a little bit of a negative headspace, which actually brings me to number three. Stop hanging around negative people. This goes for who you hang out with outside of work, and this goes for coworkers also. Hanging around negative and unmotivated coworkers will get you nowhere. I promise you. It does rub off on you. So instead, you need to be surrounding yourself with high energy, motivated, even some goal-driven people. Someone you would actually aspire to be um, when you're hanging around working with someone like that, they're going to make you want to do better and they're going to make you want to keep working harder and stay motivated. Uh, You know that they say your vibe attracts your tribe. Well, this is so true. If you got negative vibes, you're only going to attract negative people. And then you're going to be annoyed that everyone around you is negative and you're being negative, right? No, we're not going to do that. So trying to stay around positive people. This is actually a huge reason that I love owning a salon and having kind of a bigger team that actually wants to grow and be better because they end up sort of collectively inspiring each other, which I think is just so magical to watch it happen. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, and, you know, those people that come into the salon and aren't motivated or inspired or are negative all the time, they honestly don't usually make it that long. Um, and that's okay because we don't want those negative Nellies in that salon, right? Okay, so I'm going to do a quick recap of just those first three things that we talked about that you should stop doing in 2023 if you want to level up in your business. So one, was stop working through your lunch. Mm -hmm. Number two was to stop comparing yourself to others. And three, stop being friends with negative, unmotivated people. Because you know what? 2023, this is our year. Things are going to be going amazing and you don't need that crap in your life, right? Okay, so... I just want to say that I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I actually really can't wait to spill more of the tea on these things that you should stop doing in 2023. In part two, the next episode, I it's going to be interesting because I think that some of these are going to be a little controversial and I'm actually excited to talk about it and give you my true and honest opinion. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Salon Life Podcast with me, your host, Jessica Wren. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to chat with you in the next one. Bye for now.